Hello everyone, my name is Rick, Rick van Bruggen from uh, Neo Technology, and here we are again recording a episode for our Neo4j Graph Database podcast. And tonight's session is being recorded all the way across the Atlantic, and I've got uh, Asim here, Asim from uh, 53. Hi Asim. Hi Rick, how are you doing? I'm doing really well, and you? I'm doing great. That's fantastic. So thanks for making the time. And, and, and again, apologies for me messing up the schedule twice. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. So um, uh, thanks for coming on, online. Um, so Asim, would you mind uh, introducing yourself to our, our audience uh, here? Sure. Uh, I'm Asim Kishor. I'm an engineer here at a startup in New York called 53. We make an iPad app called Paper and a hardware stylus called Pencil and a collaboration service called Mix. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and I've, I've heard so much about it. I actually saw a, a pop-up store of 53 in a in a, in the airport in London last week. Uh, right. You, you guys, you guys are expanding very quickly, aren't you? Yeah, ho- open to try to. Yeah. How, how many people are at 53? Can you tell us about that? Yeah, we we actually crossed the 53 person mark uh, maybe a couple <laughs> months ago. So we're approaching 60 now, I think. Fantastic. And you're based in East Coast uh, US, right? We're actually split between New York and Seattle. So uh, most of our software is done in New York, and most of our hardware is done in Seattle. Okay. And, and what's your relationship to Neo4j, Asim? Can you tell us about that? Yeah, sure. We um, we use Neo4j as our primary database um, for Mix, which is our collaboration service. Um, and in general, uh, from the start of the company, that's been the database that we've been building our backend services on. Oh, wow. Okay. So so it's 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 real, uh, real-time applications that you build on it. Well, what kind of applications are those? The biggest one uh, is definitely Mix, um, which is basically you can think of it like a social network for ideas. So the sketches that people are creating in paper, they can um, post them to Mix. And then the key um, feature that we have is that you can take another person's uh, sketch or idea and expand on it. So we call that remixing. Oh, wow. um, so we've built up this, not just a social graph, but really an, an idea graph or a creativity graph. Uh-huh. So um, you can see the evolution of ideas from just, a, for example, if you're a UI designer, you can see the evolution from just a simple wireframe all the way to all sorts of explorations and directions to take that uh, wireframe in. Wow. So it's a really a complete solution, you know, starting at the pen to the app to the social platform. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. So and then how long have you been using, using NeoDev for that then? Um, we've... Mix has been in production for half a year. We were using Neo4j um, just for things like accounts and things like that before we had Mix um, for maybe a year before that. Uh-huh. And then, you know, developing with it for another year before that. Very cool. So why, why graphs? You know, how did you, come to, how, how did you come to Neo? How did you come to graph databases? And, and why did you pick it? Could you, could you expand on that? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean... Um, why graphs? The the easiest answer is that we always had mix in our sites, um, and with uh, with the idea of remixing, you know, ideas can really go anywhere. They can go in all sorts of directions. So some of the examples we see on our own site are someone might publish a very useful template, let's say an agenda for the day, um, and so that will get a lot of direct remixes. So the the shape of that tree will be very broad. And in other cases, we see a lot of um, back and forth collaboration happening. So, um, for example, a couple of architects working together might start with a simple sketch of a of a new house, and then they keep on adding different elements and tweaking things here and there. And so that can become a very long chain. Uh, yeah. And then you see all sorts of things in between. So the the whole notion of 
ideas can go anywhere, you know, suggested to us that we needed to have a um, an approach that was flexible to that. Oh, and, and and that's the graph model basically that that delivers that, isn't it? It's our, uh, exactly. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, so so and, and what's the, what's what has the experience been like so far? Is, has it been delivering on its promise? Um, in terms of the flexibility, it absolutely has. Um, you know, a good example is uh, early on when we were still in a private beta for Mix, we were trying to decide how exactly we want to convey this idea of remixing to users. And initially, we started out kind of similar to, let's say, YouTube video comments, where when you're looking at a particular idea, you can see the the remixes of that idea directly underneath it and then you click on one of those and you can see its remixes and so on but then we realized that you know this is really too many clicks a lot of times you really want to get the whole story in one glance and so we were able to very easily change our ui to show the entire tree of remixes on one page um, and that was a very simple query change we didn't have to change the way we store the data or uh, denormalize it or anything like that so in terms of that kind of flexibility, it, it absolutely has. Um, one of the things we've been growing with is just running Neo4j in production at scale. So yeah. Mix is growing very quickly. Um, we hit the million user mark. Uh, I forget the exact number off the top of my head, but I think it was within the first couple of months, which is pretty fast for a service. And uh, we're continuing to see some pretty um, rapid growth. So we're just you know, now trying to learn how we can scale our cluster uh, the most effectively. Okay, and then have you been, you know, working with some of the more recent versions of Neo then as, as well, or or is that, you know, all based on on older versions, or I mean, how, how do you guys typically work with that? Yeah, yeah, good question. We try to stay pretty recent. Um, we launched with um, Neo4j 2.1, and that's what we've been on. Um, uh-huh. We're now just starting to experiment with uh, 2.2. Okay. Well, you know, as you as you probably know, there's a lot of attention going in that direction at Neo. So uh, uh, I'm hoping yep. that uh, we're we're going to stay aligned uh, over the next couple of months and years. Uh, it's going to be great. I hope. Um, yeah. So 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 what does the future hold, Asim? You know, where, where are you guys going? Where is graph? Where are graph databases going at uh, 53? You know, what do you think is uh, in store for us? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I guess for where 53 is going. There's obviously, you know, there's obviously a lot I can't talk about, but uh, in general, what we see our goal as is to enable all sorts of people to be creative. So not just people like designers and architects and artists, but, um, you know, software developers, uh, business people, lawyers, um, financial advisors, uh, investors, all these people that they don't think of their everyday job as being creative, but it turns out that in, in all these professions, um, there is a, p- a part of the process where creative thinking and being able to communicate visually and get your ideas down on paper is critical. And so these are the kinds of tools that we're, um, that we're building. And so we have some pretty big things um, planned for this year, and Neo4j is going to actually play a pretty significant part in some of these. So um, you know, we're, we're going to continue to kind of push the, the envelope on what we're able to get out of our graph database, even, you know, perhaps even more real time and perhaps even much more write throughput, for example, much more scale. Um, and, you know, as far as where graph databases in general are going, I don't know that I can personally say, but um, what we've been really happy with is that the domain is so flexible that if we can make it work for us, we actually prefer to. So one thing we've been seeing at other companies is that Neo4j is often used as a secondary database. 
So for example, you know, having talked to Medium, most of their core data is actually stored in Dynamo, but then they use Neo4j to store the specific relationships like following and recommendations. Uh-huh. And that approach makes sense, but for us, it's so convenient to have all of the data in Neo4j because now we can use it uh, in queries, our transactions are uniform, um, things like that. So we're going to continue to discover where exactly can't we use graph databases, um, and we're hoping that's not that's not many places. Fantastic. Well, you know, I sure hope that you know because graphs are so whiteboard friendly that they would also be very paper friendly, right? That would be, that would be exactly, great. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, the visual aspect is definitely something that you know uh, is, a, is a very very nice uh, match with uh, with your guy with your thinking. So well, the same story is we just um, we just launched a new feature in paper a, a new set of tools we call ThinkKit which are all about um, diagramming and whiteboarding. And fun stories, all of the kind of hand-tuning of heuristics, of shape recognition, all that stuff, one of the use cases was definitely drawing graphs. And a oh, couple no of way. my uh, UPJ sketches were, were used in our internal testing, which was funny. Well, I saw I saw one of our one of the guys, Michael Hunger, was already using it. So uh, yep. <laughs> that was very cool. Well, thank you so much, Asim, for coming online and, and doing this recording with me. I really appreciate no it. Thank you, Nick. We, we want to keep these things uh, quite short, so I'm going to wrap up here, but um, not without thanking you again and, and hoping that uh, we'll we'll see each other someday at some uh, Graph Connect conference or something. Yeah? Great. That would be lovely. Thank you, Asim. Yeah, thank you, Rick. Take Bye. care.